From batting titles and World Series rings to failed relationships and a nameless life, baseball great Daryl Strawberry, along with his wife Tracy, have been at the pinnacle, to the pit, and back again. And today they join us to discuss their life together and their new book, The Imperfect Marriage. Help for those who think it's over. This is the 35th episode of On Faith's Edge. Well, this is former president of the United States, George W. Bush, or is it? Maybe it's just John Morgan, George W. Bush, imperpolator. <laughs> but hey, I love On Face Edge with Joe Taylor. This guy rocks. This is On Faith's Edge, where engaging, enlightening, and entertaining content brings us closer to living an authentic faith. We'll talk faith and life with people in business and entertainment as we work out the space where God and life collide on Faith's Edge. Yes. And now your host, Joe Taylor. Joe Taylor. That is me. Thank you, Mr. President, or John Morgan. Man, if you get a chance to hear John Morgan, the guy's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Go see John Morgan if you get a chance. Thank you for that intro, Mr. Morgan. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you're here as a fan of Daryl Strawberry, are you in for a treat? He and his wife, Tracy, open up in really unexpected ways, uh, ways that I didn't, uh, things that I didn't expect them to say when we sat down together. Hi, my name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations with people of faith in business and entertainment. From all walks of life and levels of success, they all have one thing in common. Like Daryl and Tracy Strawberry, they believe in God and they come here to talk about it. Last episode, my daughter Jenna and I spoke with former lead singer for the incredibly popular Christian rock band Hawk Nelson, Jason Dunn. Jason just released a new project called Abandoned Progress, and you'll hear Jason share his faith and why he split with Hulk Nelson and where things are headed for him now. And I, 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 I'm really impressed with this guy and, and the direction he's headed and the decisions he's making, he makes and how he's grounded in his faith. Go back and listen to that episode. You can hear that, uh, that conversation with Jenna and me and Jason at onfaithsedge.com slash 34. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 34. Three, four. Today, I am really excited to bring a great conversation with authors, pastors, and husband and wife, Daryl and Tracy Strawberry. We met up at a convention that we attend, attended together, and we sat down and talked for a little while. Uh, that's why you, when, you, when you hear the interview, you'll be able to hear some ambient noise in the background. Uh, while Daryl is a, now a pastor, author, and speaker, I know Daryl growing up in the 80s uh, as, an, as an amazing all-star baseball player that really battled some serious demons. But this guy was rookie of the year, National League home run champion at least one time, maybe maybe several times. Uh, he had batting titles, a four-time World Series champion. But I'll be honest with you, I would have never thought of Daryl Strawberry as someone to take marriage and life advice from. Uh, but as you'll hear in today's conversation, this is not your father's Daryl Strawberry. He and his wife, Tracy, who in and of herself is an accomplished CEO and speaker of her own right, uh, they talk openly about their life and 
their relationship and their faith in God, they have a new book called The Imperfect Marriage. It's available at Amazon and bookstores worldwide. Let's get right into my conversation with Daryl and Tracy Strawberry. Welcome to the show, Daryl and Tracy Strawberry. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. Great being here. We are here to talk about your new project, The Imperfect Marriage. Tell us about this book. Daryl, your, your, your life has been an open book for a long, long time. Tracy, you not so much. Um, but uh, about your marriage, you said you've made every mistake possible you can make in a marriage. Tell us about this book and what brought you to it. Well... It's good to be here. It's good to talk about the imperfect marriage. And I, I think the most important thing uh, for all of us to know, and don't try to, don't try to be perfect because there's nothing perfect about us. And we, we need to understand that. Uh, you know, we uh, had been married before and had really some real difficult trials and tribulations in the first two marriages of mine, my own marriages. And um, then coming together with Tracy for the third marriage, I said, oh, God, here I am doing it again. So I realized that what what was important in this marriage, I needed to do something different in this marriage than I did in the first two marriages. So I realized that I had to put God in the center of this marriage. And I had to realize going into this, um, I'm not perfect and don't try to be perfect, but um, just really try to get healed inside as a person. I think more than anything, I needed to be healed inside as a person. And it's a chapter in there that we talk about that. It has to be a me before it's a we. I think a lot of times we want the we. And right. We want to walk through the door and kick the door open and say, well, this is going to be a great marriage and we're just going to make it work. And, <laughs> <laughs> but and until it's a me that's worked on myself and, and getting whole and getting free from, you know, the lifestyles that have entangled my life, uh, mm-hmm. there can never be a we. Uh, and I think a lot of times we, we don't look at ourselves hard enough when we walk into the doors of marriage. And we wonder why they fall apart and we wonder why two people that have come together no longer wants to stay together. Mm. Tracy, how long have you and Daryl been married? We've been married seven years going on eight years. Seven years going on eight years. Well, congratulations. Thank Thank you. You You talk about the big three in this book, addiction, adultery, and financial failure. Yes. Uh, Has your marriage been through all three? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's been through all three. It's been through all three. And what we really deal with in this book are um, things like fear and anger, forgiveness, rebuilding trust. All these things that we bring into a marriage that we bring in imperfections with inside of us. We bring in old hurts. We bring in habits. We bring in hangups, things that we're not healed from. And they cause issues and problems in our marriage. We really challenge readers to dig down deep within themselves and to do an examination within themselves to find out what's happening. For example, I was a single mom with three children. And when Daryl and I came into the marriage together, I was so used to running the household. And no one was going to come into my world and tell me how to live or tell me how to be. I wore the pants in the family. Mm. I knew how to make my own money. I love you, but I sure don't need you. And the way I talked to my husband, I was very disrespectful. I was dishonoring. I didn't let him lead. I didn't let him do any of those things. And overcoming adultery and issues such as that, those nature. In the book, we teach you how to walk through and how to forgive and how to rebuild trust, more importantly. Things that cause adulteries, addictions, and financial ruin. So we really get into um, deeper issues, but more importantly, how to overcome them. That's the beauty of the book. 
So, Daryl, how did you handle uh, your marriage with Tracy, this strong, independent woman that probably, by the sound of it, couldn't give two hoots about any, any, uh, any awards or batting <laughs> titles or World Series rings and uh, knew that she could do it on her own without you and... Uh, how did you How did you feel about that? How well, did you handle I, well it? I think anyone handles that in a way where I'll do whatever I want to. And see that that just shows you, regardless of how strong you are, if if you're not complete and you're not wholeness, have wholeness in you together, uh, you're basically going to do whatever you want to do. And I think that's what happens in marriages today. Uh, you know, one side the wife could be strong, and the husband can be off on the other other side somewhere so he'll just let her be and he'll just go his separate way and there's no coming together there and I think that's what was happening with me and Trace. she was strong and she would like you know really tell me what she was going to do and I goes, well if you're going to do that well I'm going to do the other you know so <laughs> so it's really it's, it's really it's really not a great place to be I think when you come together you have to come together in wholeness and you have to learn the principles, learn, learning how to live in the principles together. And that's really what makes a marriage. Uh, that's what was created by God. That's how the marriage become the way it should. Um, and I think a lot of times um, today in society and marriages, you think one should be this way and one should be that way. But no, God said one is one. And when two come together, when he brings the two together, they should become one in him. And we have to learn that. And we have to teach everybody about that. You know, that's the real importance of, of marriage. It's becoming one. It doesn't happen automatically. It comes by time of working together and learning the principles and learning the value of what marriage is really all about. And then you're able to see the real fruits of what your marriage can be. This, uh, this book, Tracy and Daryl, uh, will save marriages. Yes. Uh, it will save marriages. If there's ever a story about a saved marriage, it's uh, Tracy and Daryl Strawberry. Thank you. Uh, these, because any of these big three, addiction, adultery, and financial failure, any one of them will ruin a marriage. Yes. And any one of them, maybe rightfully so. I don't know. But you, you managed to make it through yes. all three. Yes. We can't, we can't go through the whole story. Right. And the and uh, the whole healing process right here in this in these few minutes that we have, but what I would like to do is tell us tell take us through your marriage, take us through some of those things. And your this this book is literally an open book of your lives. So if you don't mind talking about it here, take us through uh, some of the things that you went through. What happened? How did it happen? And how did you heal through those things? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, take them through because I was crazy. well when we first came together I fell in love with Jesus and I started walking with Jesus a lot faster and a lot sooner than Daryl was so I was a wife in waiting for a while and Daryl was still participating in his addiction adulteries things of that nature Um, I had my attitude and I had my issues as well but it was very difficult to love someone that's hurting you all the time how do you continue to forgive someone that's hurting you all the time Mm -hmm. well I was taught when God got a hold of me and I realized forgiveness really wasn't the issue. I can forgive him over and over again, but I'm putting a boundary with trust. I don't trust you. I have to forgive you, but I don't trust you until the cycle of sin is broken. That trust cannot be rebuilt. So we walk through that journey in the book, as you were talking Mm -hmm. about, and that healing process there, as you were talking about. We had to come together and surrender to Christ and get Christ-centered and also do practical things. We had to become 
mindful of one another once he got on board with Christ. There's another chapter in the book called The Spouse in Waiting. If you are like me and you don't know what to do, you have to buy this book. You absolutely have to. So you don't lose yourself when the other person is lost. Um, But practical steps, three things that you promise each other. Don't try to tackle everything all at once. Um, Trust takes time to rebuild. Three things. We had things like um, sharing our passwords, simple things, sharing our passwords. Daryl became accountable to me. I also, his request for me was stop bringing my past up over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. Every time you're sensitive and you get hit with something, stop bringing up the past over and over again and telling me what I did and making me pay over and over again. Because you're very sensitive when you're trying to heal. Emotions run high. Words cannot be so kind. It's a very difficult place, but you can make it through. And Daryl, how did you first come to the the conclusion that uh, I have to do something I have to change. <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a that's a good point because the real key is uh, before it can be a we, it's got to be a me, mm-hmm. and we talk about that in the book. It has to be a me. Uh, I have to do my part. I think a lot of times we don't want to do our part. We don't want to look at ourselves because you have to remember when you're coming into a marriage, you're coming into a place. Uh, where you have so much luggage and so much issues from somewhere. Now, if we never deal with that, we're going to bring it right into the marriage. Uh, either I'm going to come into the marriage or I'm going to be a control freak, freak, or I'm going to dominate the marriage in some kind of way, some kind of capacity, uh, because that's my own insecurity. And I think a lot of times we have that. Control. And we, yeah, we don't deal with that. And I think you have to look, look at it face on and you have to look at yourself face on what is wrong with me? How do I f- how do I get me fixed inside? And you could try everything. You could try everything to fix you. Uh, well, it's the job. Well, it's this. Well, it's that. You know, no, it's something that you have to allow God to come in and start chiseling off inside that you don't like about yourself that makes you feel this way in the marriage. Wow. And and we wow. all we all have that in there. We just never want to look in there. It's it's, it's a place you got to go uh, if you really want to get. Um, healed, you got to let God do the surgery on you. It's just like going and having a surgery, something's wrong. Uh, they got to go in and they got to clean it out. God's got to do the same thing. You got to open it up. You got to let God open you up, you know, through, the, through his word and go in there and let him, let him clean that out. Let him clean that cancer that's in there that's out, that's keeping you sick, that may, it may damage you. But he'll come in and he'll clean it out and, and he'll restore you to the to the wholeness of the person that you need to be and that you always want to be because we all really, really, really inside want to be this great person. But um, we've been affected somewhere down the line that we just never uh, take the steps of dealing with it. So we just stuff it. Right, right. And we just stuff it and we just keep it in the stuff bag. So all of a sudden what happens is I got all these, all, I got all these different holes in me, but I'm filling them with all other things. I'm filling them with, I fill them with girls. I fill them with alcohol, I fill them with drugs, I fill them with pornography, I fill them with lying, I fill them with secrets, and I got all this stuff in me, and I'm, I'm not well inside. So I, I really have to channel all my energy into looking at me. I, me first, before there could be a we. And if, if, if you get this book, it's going to teach you about a me first, how to, how to get, get a me together first, how to look at me first, before I can say, let's let us be a, a couple and let us have this marriage thing working the way it should work. You know, divorce is rampant, not only in the United States, but within the church. It's statistically, 
the church isn't much much better mm-hmm. at marriage than than uh, the world, the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Is there a time to just say enough? I believe the time is now. Divorce brings destruction. It brings broken families, broken children, broken people, broken generations, a broken society. We need to get this marriage thing right. And it, God has the perfect plan. Marriage is not broken. God fixes the people within the marriage. The people within the marriage are imperfect. Marriage is perfect. Anything that God creates is perfect. But when we step out of his plan and when we step out of his way of doing things and when we are not empowered by his Holy Spirit, which brings us conviction, which protects us, which brings that revelation, which brings change within us, which makes us and allows us to look at ourselves, it kills the selfishness within us. It kills those cancers. We can't do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God aligns our lives. It rolls, it gives us the role. It gives us the manual book. We don't have to guess on how to make marriage work. The Word lines it out for us. The Holy Spirit empowers us to live it out. It is our responsibility to embrace God's way. We have left God out. We've left out the power of the Holy Spirit. That's when we get in trouble. That's when the enemy can bring division. And that's where we experience divorce. Well, it was just like he was saying about the church, you know, it's, 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 no conviction that's why um the marriage rate is just so sky high you know there's no conviction when you say no conviction nobody feels bad about it no that's what i mean yeah. nobody feels bad about it and nobody feels you know that mm-hmm. they they feel you know they don't oh, feel we just bad work it out yeah right. we just didn't work it out and we walk away yeah talk oh, to well. tracy and daryl <laughs> <laughs> talk to tracy and daryl about working it out yeah the worst is not the answer yeah it's you more gotta destruction work, you know you gotta you know the, the greatest thing about God, which I love so much about God, is and, and what he what what he teaches you as you when he empowers you is is you got to go through to get to. You got to go through something to get Amen. to where he's trying to take you. Amen. And most of us don't want to go through. We want to quit before going through. We'll get halfway and then we'll just give up and quit. So you don't really know that the other side work, even works because you haven't went through. Right. Yeah, we want the easy way. I think every, you know, I think everything is set up in, in society today. Well, let's just make it easy. Well, you, you can't just have it your way. This is not Burger King. Right. You can't just have it your way right. the way you want it. Yes. Right. So, and we need to learn that. We need to bring those principles back and, and, into the into the church and, and let people know this is not about just having it your way. This is about working through to get on the other side and, and hopefully... You know, people will go out and buy this book and it will, it will teach them how to work through it. It'll teach them that anything that you go through is possible to be transformed and shift through God's power if you follow the principles of God. Not the principles of you, not the principles of, of, of my wife, uh, the principles of God. If you follow the principles, this thing will shift and change and you will see a dramatic change in your marriage and your household and everything that you do. Tracy, what did uh, what did you have to change about yourself in this marriage? I had to get real about myself and honest first because I was so quick to point my finger at my husband, which many of Say us that again. are. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get real and honest about myself, and I had to get in my prayer closet and tell the Holy and just get some time with the Holy Spirit. And literally, I took a pen and a paper and I said, "God, reveal me to me." Show me these hidden things. Um, you know, my attitude, my my broken heart, my issues, unforgiveness things that I brought in before I ever even met Daryl. Dealing with the condition of my heart and my mind before I ever met Daryl, who was my third husband. Mm. And I had to get honest 
about myself. I had to allow the Holy Spirit to heal me, but I also had to become mindful and make a conscious effort that I am going to commit myself to the Lord, that I really am going to walk with the Lord. It's one thing to say that you're a Christian, but it's another thing to be walking with the Lord. When does our personal relationship with Jesus become personal? When does it become first? When does it become the center of our lives, the center of our marriage, the center of our household, the center of our children? When does he become upfront, personal, and number one? And I had to make that commitment, and it took a conscious effort to do so, and therefore be conscious of how I was treating my husband while I was going through the healing process and start to apply the word daily. Take daily action and make a conscious effort to do so, not upon my feelings, but upon my faith in Jesus Christ, just doing what was right because it's right. Daryl, outside of, outside of, Tracy, amen. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. He's so good. Absolutely. He's that good. Daryl, outside of quitting, outside of quitting pornography, quitting drugs, quitting alcohol, uh, uh, quitting the way you treat it, Tracy, uh, and just outside of just willpower quitting, let's put all that aside, Mm -hmm. in you, deep in you. What had to change deep in you? Well, I think what had to change deep, deep in me is the mindset. The mindset has to, has to have a change. And I think a lot of us don't ever get to that place uh, of changing ourselves, changing our mindset. You know, Romans 12, 2 talks about it. Do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So we have to be, we have to come to a place where we conform the pattern of, of, of what, this world is we don't want to be stuck in that so much i had to get out of that you know if you don't get out of that you can never ever step on the other side of of, of being changed because 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 you you stay consumed with everything else that that's embedded in you around you and you listen to that you know and then to transform me you got to change you got to start walking in the change and a new a new side i'm not i'm not who i used to be I'm not who you else to be. Your mindset has to change, and then you got to go to Second Corinthians five seventeen. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You become a new creation in Christ. You be through the Word of God, and you become new. If you don't walk into the newness of, of who you are in Christ, you'll never know that there is another side over there for you. I think most people stay on the sideline because that's all they know. Amen. And I right. think they haven't been empowered, and I, I think they haven't been changed. I think the mindset is because is, is, we want inside to change. Yeah, that's going to change when the mindset starts changing. When the mindset starts changing and, and leads you in a, in a different direction, and you start being empowered with wisdom and knowledge. I, I think too many of us sit around, we want stuff. We don't want wisdom and knowledge. We prefer, we prefer the quick fix, instant right. gratification. Because see, I used to be an instant gratification fixer. Well, let me go fix me. My wife mad at me. Okay, let me just go buy me another car. Right. You know, or something, something to fix me, right. something to make me feel good. But I realize that today you don't do that. You know, you don't, that's not, that's not being changed, you know, and being changed is being able to, being able to deal with right where you at and saying, I no longer want to live like this. Second Corinthians five seventeen says it clear. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You have to become new. Mm-hmm. Pastor Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Preach it, Amen. brother. Amen. Good stuff. Good character stuff. Character change. We needed a character change. Yeah. <laughs> so, you wrote the book. I have to ask, how's the marriage? Amazing. It is? It is amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you but, know, it's, it's going, from going to a place of 
never believing mm-hmm. after two failed marriages, just bad choice after bad choice, bad relationship after bad relationship, addictions, emptiness, brokenness. You start to believe that I can't even achieve happiness, let alone be free on the inside. The first part of the book is the me part that I could ever be free as an individual on the inside. I, I could, I, I lost my hope in that. I lost my belief in that. Um, and then let alone be able to come together with another, another individual who was free inside that a woman like me would be walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he would forgive a woman like me that he could restore a woman like me who had been through addiction and, and sleeping around and, and sexual abuse and so many different things that the Holy spirit could actually come in and heal these things on the inside of me and make me a whole person and could give me a Galatians five, a peace, love, joy, happiness, discipline, and self-control. When I'm out of control, when I'm angry, when I have control issues and I'm full of fear that I could have power, love, and a sound mind. It's incredible. God is glory to God. He is that powerful. He is who he says he is, and he will do what he says he will do if we allow him to do so. And this book is just a journey from going from that broken, hopeless person, the broken, hopeless married couple, to being free within yourself, free within your mind and your heart, a renewed character, and living in freedom in a marriage, and being empowered, and being joyful. Well, you have to understand the scriptures, too, because Matthew 20, 16 said, the last would be first, first would be last. Many are called, but few are chosen. So you have to understand the principles uh, of biblical principles and, and learn what all this means. And it shows you how to live. It shows you the joy of the Lord that comes in your life. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. And God empowers you. You know, we have a blended family. We have nine children together. Wow. And I have six and Tracy have three boys. And, and we've made that work because God is the center of our life. It works. You know, I think a lot of times people get caught up with, oh, I can't take care of this. I can't take care of that. And they put too many stipulations on God instead of making it work because God has made it work for the good. Romans eight twenty eight said, all things work together for the good of them who love to God. Those who are called according to his purpose. When you understand that you're called according to God's purpose, you walk into this new place. And I think that's what people are missing. They're, they're, they're missing the point of what the, what the Bible is talking about. And they're looking at the natural instead of looking at the supernatural. He's God for his sake. <laughs> you know, if he can create Amen. the world, if he can create the universe... He can certainly heal a marriage. Yes, he he yes. certainly has healed the marriage of Tracy and Daryl Strawberry. The book is The Imperfect Marriage, and this is a game changer. This is an important book. Thank you. Uh, before we wrap up, I do want to ask two more questions, if we can. Uh, Tracy, how did you come to faith? Hmm. Through my addiction. I hit my knees. I had lost my children from my addiction. And I came to faith angry at God. And God can handle your anger. I came to God bitter. He can handle our bitterness. I came to him broken. He can handle your brokenness. So when I came to Christ, I hit my knees. I had lost everything. I had, and it's, I want to be careful by saying I had no other option but to look up, but I really did. Um, 
because another bottom is always waiting for us. There's more brokenness always waiting for us. But I chose to look up and I said, God, I'm going to journey with you and I'm just going to trust you literally by blind faith that you're going to have to be who you say you are. And I kept walking with him and it was about a year and a half of just walking with him. Little miracles. He would show himself to me. He would bring me peace in situations I never thought I could have peace. He started to show himself to me because I started to search after him as a real person, not a doctrine, not a religion, not anything, but Jesus Christ, show me who you really are as the person of Jesus Christ. And that's how I came to faith. Daryl, you haven't always been a believer. Uh, Is that right? I got saved in 91, but I didn't get discipled. Gotcha. Now make that distinction for us. Well, that well, what people need to understand is a lot of us run down to the altar and we get saved. I went to a convention and got saved, but I never got discipled. And I never, discipleship is so important for people to understand. If you don't go back and get grounded and get the knowledge of the word, uh, you will revert back to where mm-hmm. you came from. And I was no different than anybody else. I got saved, a radical saved, and the power of God was over me. And two months, three months into it, um, no discipleship before I before I looked around, I was back doing the same thing because mm-hmm. I went back to the familiar because there was no stability there. There was no word there. There was no shift. It was just a, a conversion of getting saved. And I think a lot of us do that. What would you say to that person that is right on faith's edge mm-hmm. about to make that choice to believe or not to believe in God? Well, I, I, I would use the terms that like I always use in baseball um, for myself because there was a time that I wanted to quit, but I didn't quit. And that right where you had, had I quit, I wouldn't have never knew the journey that I would have went on that God had for me, becoming an eight-time All-Star, winning four World Series. See, people need to understand, you don't quit no matter how difficult it is, how difficult it gets. You, you might be right there on the edge of, of giving up, but don't give up because there's something about not quitting. There's just something on the other side that's waiting for you if you just don't quit. I think too many of us quit and say, oh, well, this doesn't work. If if I could have been that way in my baseball career, I could have been the same way with God and say, well, this doesn't work. God actually sat us for five years before we God even looked at us and thought about us. We sat in church for five years to grow because he wanted us to be disciples. Had we quit, we wouldn't be sitting here today being able to share what his goodness is all about. I don't think we can say anything more than that. Tracy and Daryl Strawberry, this time was a real blessing. The book is The Imperfect Marriage, and it's an important one. God bless you, folks. All right, God bless you, too. Thank you. Bless you. I truly believe that God is blessing the life of Daryl and Tracy Strawberry. What a delightful couple. Their book, The Imperfect Marriage, is available at Amazon and bookstores all over and I highly, highly recommend it. If, if, if what I saw during that conversation is the fruit of, of uh, God's work in their life and, uh, and they can impart that wisdom into, um, uh, into this book, I highly, highly recommend this book. Uh, their website is strawberryministries.org. And the links to their website and Facebook and Twitter pages can be found in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 35. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 35. If you want your own free copy of The Imperfect Marriage, just go to onfaithsedge.com 
and click on the free gift picture and just take it from there. Thank you so much again to Daryl and Tracy Strawberry for coming on the show. And thank you for listening today. You certainly mean a lot to me and you mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real and eternity is now. Let's go out and live like it. God bless. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com. You're important to us, and we would love to hear from you. 